From economics to geopolitics, this is The Shandy Economist. Welcome back in 2021. I'm your host, Alexandra Colalillo, an economist and risk advisor. Do you consider economics to be boring and overly complex? Well, this podcast will change your mind. Tune in to grasp economic theory, problems and events in a digestible way so you can keep informed and empower yourself with the tools to engage in intellectual debate. Let's get started. In this feature episode, I'm going to provide you with some key strategies on how to find and fulfill yourself with a creative pursuit, even if you don't really know what it is yet or where to start. People can sometimes call these passions, goals or interests, although I don't think any of these terms really quite fit the mould. I like to call it finding your golden nugget. But before we get into it, I'm probably going to need to provide you with some context on what on earth I'm talking about here. So here's a hypothetical situation that hopefully most of you can relate to. Say you've been on a journey where high school is finished, you step into uni or straight into work, and then you start your full-time job in a career of your choice. Things up to this point have been up and down, but overall fairly new and exciting. Things are moving forward and you perhaps now feel rather settled with your job. But then this novelty and newness wears off. Things start to feel a bit stale. And despite earning a stable income and being moderately satisfied with your role, you feel it's a repetitive rinse and repeat situation where you wake up every morning and do the same thing. It hits Friday, you get drunk and spend the weekend recovering from tiredness or a hangover, only to repeat the same routine the following week. So there's this emptiness you may be trying to fulfil, and perhaps a creative one. You're not really sure what to do because life is pretty busy and dropping everything in pursuit of something else is fairly risky. If this situation resonates with you, well, you've just begun your journey to finding your golden nugget. But guess what? You don't actually have to drop what you're currently doing to fulfil this need or want. You can absolutely pursue this golden nugget on the side, but the only catch is that this takes time and dedication. If you're wondering, I spent the last 18 months on this journey to find my golden nugget and finally did so by accident through creating this podcast. In this episode, I'm going to give you a rundown of how I arrived at this point, what strategies have worked for me and some tips on how to find that one thing in life that makes you tick and fulfills that itching passion you have but aren't necessarily pursuing in your day-to-day activities at work. In fact, producing an episode like this that's not purely focused on economics was a risky one for me. Rather exposing, actually, (laughs) because I'm telling you more about myself rather than content that I'm personally removed from. Almost like when you meet someone new and it takes you a while to break down the barriers and filters. So this is something a bit different. Just like that time Taylor Swift released a new genre of music that wasn't country and it had many polarising responses. But risks are fun and technically speaking, dealing with risk is my job anyway. Okay, so here are the strategies. Please note that I don't actually have all the answers and these strategies may not work for everyone, but they've certainly worked for me. Okay. Number one, clean your room. The state of your room is actually the state of your mind. Declutter, confusion isn't helpful when you need to focus and think clearly. While cleaning, 
Listen to Let's Dance by David Bowie. Can't doubt it's a banger and will get you mentally prepared. This is actually how I meditate. I jump around my room listening to this song, cleaning and decluttering, allowing all those thoughts to pass through my mind until it's clear and there is nothing left. What a better way to get excited about cleaning your room, right? And I call this a recalibration exercise. It's about putting yourself in the right environment to think creatively and clearly about your thoughts. Strategy number two, define your strategy. Okay, so you're in the process of actually figuring out what on earth you want to do. What are you trying to achieve? Define it. Without a strategy or goal, you have no direction and it's hard to keep motivated because you deviate or forget why you're doing it. Whether you think you set goals or not, most people technically do, consciously or subconsciously. And if you want something, that's technically a goal. And if you get it, you've achieved it. So in my case, if we wind back to 18 months ago, I knew I wanted to pursue something creative, but I wasn't really sure what it was. My strategy was simply getting back into a creative pursuit that was going to provide me with fulfillment and happiness outside of work. Nothing complex. Moving on. Strategy three, brainstorm. All right, so now you have a strategy and let's say you want to do something creative, but you're not sure what. So get some paper out and literally write down a list of all the possible creative pursuits you may be interested in. It may be playing music, producing music, writing a book, journaling, releasing a song, dancing, whatever it is. If you have an existing strength or skill set, use it. But if you're not sure whether you'll be successful in undertaking the creative pursuit, the key point to remind yourself here is that it actually doesn't matter. That's not the point, and plus, you'll never know if you haven't tried it before. It's never too late to start something new, and it's actually the journey to build up to something that counts. For some amusement, I'll list some items I wrote down in my list a while ago. Semi-embarrassing, but I'll share them anyway. So I had DJing, uh, my brother gave me one lesson in this and it was fun, but felt I'd rather use my current skill set than something new. Uh, what else did I have? Um, tap dancing, guitar lessons and photography. And if you're wondering whether podcasting was on my list, it actually wasn't. This idea came later and I'll let you know how. A few weeks after I wrote this list down and built up motivation to start something new, COVID-19 hit and I thought, well, we can now throw this out the window because everything's closed and you can't really do anything. But it gave me time for some serious reflection. And what I did realise was the fact that I wanted to actually get back to my roots of economics and, importantly, educate the public about economics. I thought about different mediums to reach people and podcasting seemed like the most appropriate means to do so. After this point, I thought about a niche in the market and where the gaps were so I could deliver content that wasn't widely overdone. But the truth is, and the bottom line is, is that someone has likely had your idea already. Okay, there are plenty of people out there who deliver this sort of content, economics, finance, TikTokers, they're everywhere. But it's about whether you can do it better and whether you can differentiate yourself from the rest. Strategy four, try it out. Now, this can actually sometimes be the hardest part, getting off the couch and actually doing something. I think sometimes part of it can be a perfectionism issue. While there's nothing wrong with a bit of perfectionism, the trick is you must know when it results in diminishing returns. There you go, I threw an economics term in there. And what I mean here is sometimes the additional unnecessary effort you put in 
doesn't actually add much value to the overall output and will often be unnoticed by others. Sometimes you'll never be 100% happy with what you've produced and so distributing it to the world can be rather exposing. I understand why this can be the case as when you do put yourself out there, you're subject to criticism, exposure, vulnerability and reputational damage. Do you know how hard it is for me to listen back on my episodes? It's fairly cringeworthy, but (laughs) I do realise that without doing so, I can't really improve on anything. So I can't pick up on anything or develop and move forward if I don't force myself to do it. And I think it's important to note here that with anything you create, you must acknowledge that you will receive both positive feedback and criticism. Criticism can be constructive, but note that not everyone will like what you do and what you have to offer. And that's natural because I guess everyone has different interests anyway. So create a metaphorical shield in order to be resilient to criticism and failure. You must back yourself. Strategy five, connect yourself with the people in the creative field you wish to pursue. It's important to surround yourself with those who are in pursuit of the same thing as you. By doing this, you'll find your inspiration, learn new strategies about how to enhance the quality of your product and the speed in which you produce it. Before I launched my podcast, for example, I talked to a fair few friends of mine who are across media platforms um, about microphone recommendations, how to market the podcast, how to edit the podcast on GarageBand, how to upload episodes on streaming platforms, whether my content was engaging, etc. And mind you, I am not the greatest at technology, and so this was a painful process for me. But after going through it the first time, everything else becomes easier. And you'd be surprised about how many people will happily help you out along your journey. You just need to simply reach out and ask and be proactive about it. In fact, I've made a fair few good relationships along the way as a result. And by connecting with others, you can also create a safe space to provide and receive constructive feedback between each other. Strategy six, muscle up the motivation to keep going. Now, I'd be lying if I told you here that there weren't times over the past year where I questioned whether to keep going with this podcast. If I were to use a relationship as an analogy, they typically say that if you reach the three-month hump, you're doing well. Without me realising, apparently there's a five and ten episode hump, and I'm glad I've overcome both of those. The question is, how do you keep going, especially when life is busy? Well, I'll link this back to the concept of a relationship again. You may have an incredibly busy life, but still manage to maintain a relationship with someone, right? It's just about dedicating the time to tend to the garden, and if you like someone, you'll make time. Same applies to podcasting, for example. I enjoy doing it, it fulfills me, and it serves a purpose to educate people, so I make the time to do it. Not to mention, words of affirmation from peers and unexpected media exposure are encouraging as well. But note that with every success comes some form of sacrifice. Don't get me wrong, most of my recording takes place on a Sunday, severely hungover, but somehow I still muscle up some bizarre form of energy to hop behind a microphone and talk about economics. Bottom line is, when you find yourself struggling to keep motivated, you need to remind yourself of your initial strategy I discussed earlier. What are you trying to achieve and why are you doing it? Success and your development are purely governed and driven by you. This initial long-term strategy will do wonders to keep you on track. So I rattled off about six strategies there, and to summarise, they were 
clean your room, define your strategy, brainstorm, try it out, connect yourself with people in the creative field you wish to pursue, and lastly, muscle up the motivation to keep going. These strategies have helped me find my golden nugget of podcasting, a great means of combining my economic interests with education and creativity. These methods may not necessarily work for you, but I thought I'd share mine given quite a few of you have asked how I keep it all up. What I will note is you can't source your growth from one avenue, and I think it's important to find other ways in which to diversify your skill sets so you're less reliant on one source or avenue for success and happiness. Keep yourself versatile, dip your feet into many ponds, keep people on your side, and the world will support you. Now I'm getting quite philosophical here, but I'm in the mood, so I'm going to share it anyway. (laughs) Life isn't about what you have, how successful you are and where you start, but rather it's where you end up and your journey to get there. The lessons you'll learn along the way about yourself, others and the world around you will be invaluable. So you may have to navigate obstacles along the way which prevent you from pursuing your golden nugget. But remember that sometimes it's better to seek forgiveness than ask for permission to do it. That was an intentionally cryptic message there, so feel free to interpret that in your own way. So to finish, I'll end on a quote that had quite a profound impact on me, and it's by Robert Greene from his Book of Mastery. You possess a kind of inner force that seeks to guide you towards your life's task, what you are meant to accomplish in this time that you have to live. In childhood, this force was clear to you. It directed you towards activities and subjects that fit your natural inclinations, that sparked curiosity that was deep and primal. In the intervening years, the force tends to fade in and out as you listen more to parents and peers, to the daily anxieties that wear away at you. This can be a source of your unhappiness, your lack of connection to who you are and what makes you unique. The move towards mastery is always inward, learning who you really are and reconnecting with the innate force. Knowing it with clarity, you will find your way to the proper career path and everything else will fall into place. It's never too late to start this process. Robert Green. That's a wrap for today. If you have any comments or questions, please comment on any of my posts or flick me a private message. I'm happy to help in any way I can, and if you want to talk about your pursuit to finding your golden nugget, I'm here. You can also reach me on Instagram at The Shady Economist, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and TikTok. Bye for now.